You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Miscast Commentary. This is a coming attraction episode. I am Joe Finley, and I am by myself, and there is a good reason for it. I just went and saw Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, and we got to let you know what's going to be airing next week and all this kind of stuff, but this is the thing I want to talk about first and foremost. This will not have spoilers, I tell you that right now. This is a spoiler-free episode. If you want to hear my thoughts about what happened in the movie and all that, you don't mind spoilers, or if you've already seen the movie, well, listen to the other episode that I'm about to release at the exact same time. So I say about to, like it haven't happened yet, it hasn't happened yet, but it will have happened to you by the time you see it, so be excited. They will be separate, they'll be on there, and they will be properly labeled. So if you want the spoilers, go get the other one now, but you're not going to get all the extra information, it's just going to be me talking about the movie. My bottom line for episode nine, it is a ride. There is so much going on. Uh, I've heard from other people that it's to its detriment. I don't agree. I think that it carries a pace that no other Star Wars movie has ever even come close to. Uh, The reason being, I think there was just a lot they wanted to squeeze in to this movie, and I understand that. I also understand that to more of a novice, that might be a little overwhelming, and it's like a lot to take in and whatever. But I think when you're nine movies in, I don't think you're pulling in a lot of novices anymore. You know, you might miss the odd thing, but that's kind of fun too, because it's like, oh man, I didn't see that the last time, and rewatchability is a thing, you know what I mean? So, so much going on in that movie. The ending was satisfying. I'm trying to find a way to put it without spoiling anything. I really, really enjoyed the ending. It had a beautiful, it had a beautiful poetry to it. Lots of wonderful callbacks and references to the entire series throughout the movie. Uh, Just an awful lot. Um, If I had any small complaints, I would say that they introduced characters just to have a very small part in it. And I think that maybe we could have rejigged other characters to have bigger parts or characters that we already knew could have played more of the part that that happened. I'm not super concerned about it. It's not a huge deal. I mean, worst case scenario, you just don't learn their name and it just you just move on. And I mean, think about every one of the movies. Like, you know, how many people knew Salacious Crumb they didn't say it in the movie, right? You just, it was like, oh, there's just another character we're meeting. He's really cute, awesome. And it's like, I'll remember all of them by face. I'm like, oh, there's that one, there's that one, there's this one. But yeah, some of them, some of them will be like that, you know, unless you have the toy or whatever, you're just not going to know the name. I forgive that. It's small thing. And my only other, and again, it's not even a complaint. I don't really care that much. Uh, there's just one artifact in the movie that I wish they could have named for an artifact in kind of the Legends world and that sort of thing. Uh, Again, we'll talk about that in the spoiler version. But yeah, so I mean, all in all, though, a very good watch, a lot going on, a satisfying, like a real ending to it. I know that you could say that of Return of the Jedi as well, but... uh, Yeah, I was very, very happy with how it went, and it is, as I am recording this right now, it is 2.02 on Friday in the morning. Uh, I just got back from the late showing of it. So, 
still high on it. I'm still high on it. Uh, had a great theater experience. Went to uh, the Niagara Square Cinemas in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, and got the awesome applause at the beginning when the Star Wars said, when that happened, I got, got the big applause at the end. Uh, just, it was a really, really joyous kind of experience, but nothing was more joyous to me than the moment when my own daughter decided to play a little bit of the, uh, a little bit of Star Wars music for me. She has been taking clarinet she learned a little bit of Star Wars, and so I'm going to play a little bit of that for you. Just one second. Good job. So yeah, that was her. Uh, yeah, she just took up playing clarinet this year for school, and it was a lot of fun to see her play that. She told she told me that she learned those, and it just, I don't know, it brought something to my heart. I got to tell you guys, other than loving my daughter, I just have, and my son, of course, yeah, he's great. He can't be on the podcast yet. She's hosted the podcast. He hasn't. So, you know, there's, I don't know, it's not favorites. He's four. But just talking about Star Wars and just what it means to me, I don't, I don't know. I can't quantify it. I can't even really qualify it. It's just one of those things that's so near and dear to my heart. And it's one of those things that it's the difference between me and the guy who comes on and complains isn't that I'm just blindly following and loving Star Wars. It's that the person who is just coming in and hating it never liked Star Wars beyond the original and was never going to. And the reason being is that those people, they grew up on this on Star Wars and that's fine and that's great. We all, so many of us did. But then you get the people who have that memory locked in their brain of this is what good is. And and the problem with that is you protect it. You're protecting your childhood and anything coming close to it is an attack on your childhood. Whether it's good or bad or whatever, there was no version of most of these people who has any real love for Star Wars as a whole. They loved the original trilogy because it was near and dear to their heart. Uh, some of them will expand out into Legends stuff and things like that because, again, they were probably in those formative years and they started getting some of the books or they started hearing the radio plays or they started playing the games or they started reading the comics, any of those different things. And I'm in that boat. I know so many of the stories from the legends, the non-canon, and guess what? So what? 
it's just other stories. It's like the whole Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings stuff, and when you have you know the Silmarillion, or I think I hope I'm pronouncing that right, all these different things. There's other stories that are going on that tell a whole. And while yes, it changes storylines and it changes this, it's just be happy that you got them. It's great. And if you don't like the things that are coming out now, that's fine too. You have that right to that opinion. But I think. Again, you you can feel the way I and I really liken this to what's going on politically right now and stuff like that. And anybody who uh, has been listening to the debates about the whole impeachment and all that kind of stuff, it's the exact same thing. It's both sides coming up going, you're attacking us. You're attacking us when there should be no attacks. And in some cases, I don't think there are being attacks. It's literally just this is the way it is. This is a truth. And I'm presenting this to you and people are getting their backs up. And I'm, that's all I say about the political side of it. But what I'm saying like with the Star Wars of it all is just if you want to protect what was so near to you, stop putting yourself in a position to feel attacked. I don't know what to tell you. Stop going to see the other Star Wars movies because they really were never going to mean anything to you. But to those who do and to those who, like me, have had the pleasure of being able to take their own kids to see see Star Wars movies, I've taken my daughter to see The Force Awakens, and I took my daughter and my son to see The Last Jedi, and I'll get to take them both to see this one as well. And it's such a pleasure to watch them absorb this and absorb this world and you know my kids watch the cartoons and all these other things and again there's just all this other stuff going on right and i don't know it's embrace it or ignore it is the best way i can say it but i'm just so thankful to have been on the ride with everybody to see the nine movies the completed saga and I don't know. It makes me emotional. It's just, it's a lot. And I'm very, I feel very lucky to have been able to be a part of it and to have been able to allow it into my heart. And don't get me wrong too. When I say, you know, I love Star Wars and all that stuff. I know when I see bad, I know I didn't like episode two. I know I didn't like episode one, except some spots, a couple spots in episode two. I think for me, episode two is the worst one. I know not everybody agrees with that either, but uh, it's just to see it as a whole. And uh, you'll hear about this more when we do uh, our next May the 4th episode that we do. uh, We're going to be doing Star Wars Episode 1. And what I'm going to try and do in that is try and see the forest for the trees, you know, is I'm like we're going to really dig into the story as a whole, instead of just thinking about those individual, like, I don't like, we'll talk about the midichlorians and we'll deal with our thoughts and the things that make us crazy about the movie and all that sort of stuff. But I want to talk about the emperor's long game plan. And I want to talk about the amazing, uh, lightsaber choreography. And I want to talk about just so many things. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we hope you're joining us in May for that one and for the next three Mays. Uh, Hopefully we won't have driven you nuts by then. So, yeah, it's 
it's just a lot. I don't, in this version, I don't have a lot that I am allowed to say. Uh, so go see the movie, listen to the other version, and thank you guys in the Star Wars universe and all that. Thank you to George Lucas. Thank you to J.J. Abrams and Disney and uh, everybody. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm very satisfied with the movie. Um, but one little tie-in, so we had my beautiful daughter playing her beautiful clarinet, uh, you know, as beautifully as an eight-year-old who just took up the clarinet can do it. And my beautiful daughter is going to be joining us for our, our, for our episode next week. We will be having another Christmas episode. So actually, our Friday episode next, our next Friday episode will actually be another coming attractions episode. So there's just a, there's a movie in between the weeks here, but we will be covering a family friendly movie. So I've got the family together. Not only will my daughter be joining us, but my wife Carrie will also be joining us as she does as a regular on our Christmas episodes. And we will be watching a wonderful family favorite, and we will be seeing Home Alone, and let us listen to the trailer. Where are you going? We're going to miss the plane! When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss the plane? No, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself... I've had a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. Use the lawnmower. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Why did you take your shoes off? Why do you dress like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th. And that is what we're doing, and I'm very excited to do it. It's a wonderful movie. It's actually one of my daughter's favorite Christmas movies, and we are going to get together as a family, and we hope you join us as our extended family, and we're going to have a look at that, and I think I'm very excited. Well, I know I'm excited. I already told you, so deal with it. Uh, Todd will be joining 
me again for the coming attractions episode follow in so next friday on the 27th we'll have another coming attractions episode and then we'll be getting back into our normal schedule again uh leading into the new year i can't believe another year has passed it's so crazy i'm just even looking at our old schedule and just the movies we've done and the time we've got to spend together and to spend with you guys i'm very grateful uh this year and you know while the world has been on fire this has been a wonderful place uh for me to come and escape all of that and just try and enjoy myself uh you know they don't make memories like this anymore bam high five todd wasn't there so i did it for me uh until next week guys until next wednesday we will see you with home alone and I cannot wait to spend another Christmas with you guys. Uh, as always, find us on Twitter at Miscast Podcast. I'm at JK Finley. Todd's at Miscast Todd. He won't be offended if you're not following him. He doesn't actually tweet. I keep kind of reteaching him how to tweet, but it is what it is. Uh, follow us on Miscast. Follow us on Instagram at Miscast Commentary. Go to our website at www.miscastcommentary.com. I don't think you have to put the www anymore. I just, I don't know, I'm old school like that. Email us, podcast at miscastcommentary.com. And find our phone number, uh, text it. It's on our Twitter, it's on our website. You can send us a text, you can leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on the air. So many ways to reach us. We want to hear from you. Uh, we actually have a lot of blank spots coming up in our schedule starting in kind of late March. And we would love for people to come in and say what they would like to hear, what movies they'd like to deal with and stuff like that. We have done this one other time, and that was with our Double Dragon episode uh, with BJ Mendelssohn suggesting it for us but we would love for you guys to reach out to us via email or via twitter or any of those things and if there's a cool movie you know you know the kinds of movies we do if there's something that falls into that we would love to do it and you know we do it for you and we do it to remind ourselves too you know so for now i'm joe Finley, and we will see you next week with home alone catch you later This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.